Reporting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Hello. No, I don't hear you. Peggy, how are you? Hi, it's okay, Jill. Are you talking? Yes, I'm here. Peggy Smith, Margaret Smith. You're an owner, registered nurse, happy possibilities, hypnotherapist. Can you hear me? I hear you now. All yes. right, good, good, good. For those on uh, listening, unfortunately, having some issues, but that's okay. Uh, please introduce yourself, Peggy. Hi, I'm Peggy Smith. I'm a registered nurse and a hypnotist in the Philadelphia area. And uh, my business is called Happy Possibilities. I'm located outside the suburbs of King of Prussia, outside Philadelphia. And today we're going to be talking about bariatric surgery hypnosis. and weight. Lo- it's one of the weight loss options that people have. Awesome. What is it specifically? Let's get started. Okay, well, I'm going to start off by talking about what bariatric surgery is, because unless you've looked for it for yourself, you may not know. Yeah. Um, there are three types of bariatric surgery. Bariatric is a term um, to, re- to describe people that are in the larger population, physical status, um, and patients that are seeking aggressive surgical weight loss options. They call it bariatric surgery. Okay. Your other um, device just logged in. I'm going to unlog it out for oh, some reason. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Okay, that's good. Got that? Okay. Uh, the first one that I'm going to talk about is the gastric band surgery, which is the least invasive of the three common options, but it's also considered the least successful, mm-hmm. and a lot of ba- bariatric surgeons are no longer uh, offering that as an option. Uh, it seems that because it's not as drastic a surgery and the responsibility is on the patient to do a lot of uh, hard stuff, it just doesn't seem to be as easy to lose weight if you need to medically lose it quickly. Uh, but that surgery is an elastic cord, which is placed on the top of the stomach. It's done laparoscopically, so there's just a little tiny inch-long incision. And this port, it's similar to what cancer patients have when they're getting chemotherapy, um, but it can be adjusted by adding fluid to the band that surrounds it that opens and closes the opening of the stomach. So for somebody that's having trouble with portion control, you can kind of force your stomach not to get any more than what can fit through the size of the hole. And you have to eat a lot slower, a lot more mindfully. Um, There are some other issues with it, but somebody can lose weight successfully. Um, The actual weight goal for any of these is about a year to reach your optimum goals. Nothing is really fast. Um, And during that time, you know, you have to have a consistent effort from the patient to be willing to learn and uh, new eating and lifestyle habits. And, you know, that's change is hard for anybody. Um, all three of the surgical options really do consi- uh, need a consistent effort on the part of the patient. This is not something the doctor does to you, and now you're going to be skinny. Um, mm-hmm. Many of the programs actually make you uh, take classes for up to a year. They make you reach a, uh, a partial weight goal of a weight loss to show that you're serious and committed to trying to do it and get there. Uh, they teach you classes uh, for nutritional information, uh, exercise information, lifestyle habits, and uh, they do a psychological evaluation so they can determine whether or not you kind of have the, the psyche to that, that can go through it, because it's not a, an easy thing to do, any of these things. Even doing it through hypnosis is not easy. Um, the um, well, by it, 
by going through this year of, of classes and things, at least six months to a year before the surgery, it, it lets the doctors predict the expected success rate. And, you know, if anybody's seen my 600-pound life, you know, there's been times that doctor has turned patients down because they didn't lose the weight. He's really kind of tough on his patients, but he, the ones that get through it do a great job. Uh, it also involves a lifelong commitment. Uh, because the gastric sleeve and the gastric bypass options are really not reversible. Uh, the band is something that you could lose your, get to your weight loss goal and then have the doctor remove it. Uh, it's not a big deal. Uh, but this, both the sleeve and the bypass, they actually change the size of your stomach. They affect the hormonal system that's in that part of your body. And you might actually down the you know years later regain your weight and stretch the little pouch that they left you with but once it's stretched again when it was little grew into a big balloon it, it it can't you can't have another bypass surgery to to try to lose weight all over again and you end up with the same health problem when they do the gastric sleeve the surgeon takes an incision along the length of the stomach and, and removes basically a large part of the stomach, leaving 20 to 30% of the capacity that you have normally before surgery. So again, smaller stomach, you're gonna, your intake is smaller. They teach you how to eat slower. Uh, you don't require as much food. The hormonal system changes actually affect your brain and you don't think you're as hungry. You, know, you get the full feeling sooner. Um, when they do gastric bypass surgery, which uh, that actually can remove up to 90% of the stomach capacity. Wow. Uh, so what happens is uh, if you try to eat more than you're supposed to eat, um, it's, you'll be making a trip to the bathroom. It comes right back up. There's no place for it to go. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and in preparation for these surgeries, you usually have to be on a liquid diet for uh, two weeks, almost a month sometimes prior to surgery and at least two or three weeks after surgery, while your body's getting used to these new physiological changes, you're usually on a liquid diet. Uh, and if you're not compliant with that liquid diet, once you get home, because obviously you don't stay in the hospital that long, uh, some really negative things can happen. Um, my husband actually had this surgery years ago, and he was very successful with it. There was another man who had surgery the same day, and when he was in the recovery room, he said to his family, I'm dying for a Whopper. The family thought that they would appease his desires. They went out and bought him one. This is not even two hours after surgery. He gobbled it up, and he was gone in a couple hours. Like, all the stitches, everything got destroyed and he didn't make it uh, so it's really important that you follow um, you know the medical advice required post-op and pre-op it's also important because they change your hormonal system a lot of the food that even though you're eating healthy food your body doesn't process the vitamins as it would as if you didn't have the surgery so people that have bariatric surgery usually have to take vitamins, oral supplements or liquid vitamins for the rest of their life. Um, and some people think a vitamin is not really a medication, but in this case, it is a life necessary supplement to your, your whole diet and lifestyle. Um, because if you don't take it, uh, there's been research that shows some people actually get a, a very ag aggressive form of dementia 
which basically just comes from not getting enough vitamins and it's not reversible. So the risks that come with the regular surgery, um, in addition to just the, it, it actually depends on what other medical problems the person has. Mm-hmm. And usually mm-hmm. somebody that comes asking for surgery has tried and failed at many weight loss attempts. Uh, they often have diabetes, which is hard to control. They may have high blood pressure. Uh, they may be on a lot of psychiatric meds mm-hmm. for depression and anxiety. Uh, those are all considered comorbidities that contribute to how, you know, the, the problems you could have during and after surgery. Uh, and also, it's always a, a risk of infection when you have any kind of surgery. But it is possible, like I said, after your weight goals are reached, to kind of slide back into your old habits and stretch the new smaller stomach. And then you begin to see some of the psychological and physical effects of a failure. Um, so it's, it's very important with any weight loss program and, and really with any habits that you're trying to change, whether it's smoking or anything, to have a good support system uh, that you know, can encourage and congratulate every positive step. And often it's not your family. It's nice if it is your family, especially if they like to eat all the junk food that you can no longer have. It makes it rough. It's like trying to stop smoking when your partner still smokes. Uh, But you need to be committed for the long haul. And, you know, definitely there's a lot of benefits. Uh, You you live a longer life. Uh, You know, you're spending less money on, on medications and medical bills. But Sometimes insurance companies have requirements of how much overweight you are before they'll consider paying for it, um, which you know, I, I've actually known people, unfortunately, who really needed the surgery because their blood pressure was out of control and you know they weren't feeling healthy, um, but the insurance company kept turning them down and uh, they actually ended up trying to gain weight to meet the requirement of the insurance company, which is really sad that a person has to go through that. Um, bariatric hypnosis, though, does not have any of these physical risks with the, like, associated with the surgical options. The, the only risk or, or downside is it may not work for everybody, but it's certainly a learning experience that can provide a lot of information to get on a healthier track anyway. Um, and if somebody comes to me wanting this instead of regular bariatric surgery, it's important that we understand whether or not there's a medical reason that the doctor feels surgery needs to be done right away. Um, so, you know, the complete medical history and uh, I, as a nurse, I understand the medical permittities that they have. I can explain, you know, what their options are and how their medicines work, things like that. But I also want to make sure that the doctor that's supervising everything is willing and it does think the patient has time to try this hypnosis. Um, normally, um, I mean, neither one is going to be instant success. It's actually not good for your heart and body to lose a large amount of weight too quickly uh, because your heart's been, you know, on a cycle and used to doing its job, which is pumping your 400 pounds perhaps and, you know, getting everything in your system, the blood flowing, everything to work in coordination with what they're working with. And if you lose the weight too quickly, it, it upsets your electrolytes, it upsets the whole brain chemistry and everything else. Um, and it, it can cause a lot of its own problems. So when we, I do this, usually the first month, six weeks, it is a weekly session. 
Um, I'm also an integrative health nutrition coach. So in addition to under hypnosis, convincing your brain to accept these new ideas and and so I don't want to use the word trick, but it's hard to find a good substitute, I guess. Um, I help your mind believe that you had the surgery and now this is your responsibility and it's you have no other option. You've got to start these light, healthy lifestyles and develop new habits. Um, and I'm able to teach them exercise programs, um, healthier ways of drinking more water, um, just all the same things that you do post-surgery so that your body really, and, and as long as you're, you know, learning the new things and putting them into, into your life actively, uh, you'll have results. Uh, I've, I've done a number of gastric bypass hypnosis, and within, I guess, 8 to 12 months, people reach their, their weight, weight loss goal, which might be as much as 100 to 150 pounds in one year. But it was done very slowly. Um, said it's not healthy to lose weight more than three to five pounds a week because wow. your body has to adjust to that. Um, and if, you know, if, if it's somebody that just is not able to have the discipline that what it takes to do that or they're just not a good candidate sure. for hypnosis, then, of course, their doctor's still following them along. Um, I mean, I'm monitoring their blood pressure and I can request labs and things like that. But um, unless it was an emergent reason that somebody needed the surgery, yeah. You know, you still have that, you know, as an option if hypnosis didn't work for you. And you've learned a whole bunch of things that you need to know for the surgery so that that can be successful for you. So, And it's challenging. A lot of people think, you know, I can eat anything I want after I lose the weight. Typically, you, you should never have carbonated drinks after surgery. And it's not good for you anyway, even if you don't have surgery. Um, you Some people cannot tolerate dairy products after the surgery. Um other people, uh, they might have a certain quirk of, you know, they used to like something in their body, maybe a particular type of fish or uh, gravy or something. They just they just don't like it. Their taste changes after the surgery. Um, so you won't have the changes in taste so much unless that's part of the hypnosis program that I'm giving them. But I don't do the same program for everybody. I, I take a history and we see what their challenges are with controlling food appetite, sugar addictions, things like that. See what their motivation is so that I can enhance that motivation in the, within the context of hypnosis. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the same way their brain is, but trying to give them healthier ideas to consider. And since they're seeing having repeat sessions, and after the first six weeks or so, most people just come like once a month for a booster and to go over their diet plans and, you know, brag about how well they're doing. <laughs> Is that what usually happens? It does, yeah. People feel, you know, they, they just didn't have much self-confidence and self-esteem. And, Amazing. you know, it's, it's a big, it really is a big success when you're able to do that. And it's actually a big success if you have to do it the traditional surgery way. Because you took the initiative to take, you know, to take care of your health and and live a longer life if that's what's in the cards for you. You know, nobody has a crystal ball, but certainly you can get cards in your favor if your blood pressure is good, your sugar is under control, you know, you don't have heart blockages, you can breathe without oxygen. All those things, you know, are part of a whole picture. It's, we don't just treat the stomach and the addiction for food. We, we treat the whole body. And that includes 
the psychological self-image um, because it's hard. Even positive changes are hard for people to accept sometimes. You're comfortable with the old. Mm-hmm. And even when the, when the new is something good and something that you want, your mind still has a hard time believing it's really you looking at you in the mirror. Oh, beautiful. Well, we got two minutes left. Unfortunately, we're off to a rocky start with our reception issues. What would you advise to people? We got to remind them how to contact you, of course. Yes. Well, if, uh, first of all, if you're having, you know, weight issues that are significant, that are compromising your medical health, you know, the first thing is talk to your doctor and, and see if, you know, he thinks that, a bypass option, bariatric surgery is something that you should consider. And then you can discuss with him, well, you know, I have this option to try. It's, it's not going to hurt. Do I have enough time to try this? Mm-hmm. And, and you know right away, like within a couple of weeks, you know whether or not it's going to work or not. And so it's not like you try it for a whole year and then you give up and, and sign up for surgery. Uh, usually you get a feeling just working with somebody um, – for a few weeks in a row, you know whether or not you know they're gonna, they're willing to do it. You know, sometimes the surgery makes you do it. You just, you know, you you want the incisions to heal, and you wanna, you're constantly reminded by the pain. You want the pain to go away, so you want to lose that weight. Um, I don't create pain in my hypnosis, but I, I stress the positive things, and you know, whatever I find out prior to starting, what motivates a person, that's what I emphasize in the hypnosis yeah and it's really nice to be able to um to help people this way i unfortunately lost my husband because he did not know about the vitamin issue and he was eating so well and three or four years past surgery he actually stopped taking his vitamins thinking he was eating healthy food and unfortunately, you know, he was one of the ones that did develop that aggressive dementia and he's no longer with me. But it, and we didn't have this as an option when he was considering surgery. Um, if we had, you know, I would have I would have encouraged him if the doctor felt it was safe to try this first. Uh, but he, he did very well with surgery, um, had great doctors and um, even the doctors didn't know uh, uh, we didn't know why there were changes in mental status. And then I saw some National Institute of Health um, articles that actually a, a good friend of mine sent to me. And the doctor was, was new knowledge for him, too. So they've take, they changed their approach by really stressing how important it is to take vitamins. All right. Well, thank you so much. And how can we reach you? Um, it's at notjusthypnosis.biz, B-I-Z. Or my phone number, uh, you can text or, or call me or email. The phone number is one 593 And the uh, email address is notjusthypnosis at gmail.com. Perfect. And I will respond to any of those. Uh, we do virtual sessions. Uh, you can benefit just as much from that. You, you know, you get the same nutritional encouragement and, you know, it is a structured learning program, and you know each time I do it, I learn a little bit myself because I learn. Nobody's the same. We don't come out of the same mold, so everybody learns differently and heals differently and has different issues going into this. We're not all overweight because we ate too much candy, and you know it's, or we have you know endocrine problems. Everybody's got a different reason for why they are. And it's it just really rewarding to see people start to feel good about themselves and, and look forward to the future. 
Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Looking forward to the next time we connect. And again, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for your effort on getting on the show today. I know it wasn't easy, but it's a beautiful day in your yard. Is that your backyard? Um, Actually, it's a friend's yard, yes. Beautiful. I couldn't couldn't even get to my office in time. I know. (laughs) Well, wherever you are, you got good reception. Tell her. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, Peggy. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk soon, hon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.